they broke it down into five stages. Um, the first one is the romance stage. Uh, the second one is the, the power struggle. And the third one is uh, stability. Fourth one is commitment. And number five is bliss. Some of these stages, it's I feel like they... It's not linear. No, yeah, it's either. not linear, linear. They intermix. Right. Um, you know, you have some sparks of romance. And then you'll have some sparks of power conflict still. Right. I mean, we do, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How do people stay happy in relationships then if... We know those things change over time if relationships evolve hmm. and people evolve. Yeah, I think. It's Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will, and we have exciting news today to share with you guys. We do? We do. We're finally, well, what, we have two important pieces of news, right? Okay. Uh, the first one, which I'm more excited about, is we're finally getting a dog. Yeah. Or we're thinking about we're, it. <laughs> well, we've been thinking about it, but now I think we're um, taking a step further by narrowing down the, the breed that yeah. we that fits our, our lifestyle, uh -huh. which is basically, I want a yeah. dog that is mellow, you know, doesn't require too much exercise, <laughs> just just enough. Like That was like her number one criteria was, how much walking do we have to do with this dog? Well, okay, like, I can commit to like a 30, 40 minute walk, right? But I cannot commit to like a marathon run. Some dogs need a yeah. lot of And I just feel like it's not- Exercise. It's not fair. If I picked a... If like we, a German Shepherd. Yeah, we choose a, a breed that requires, you know, a lot of exer exercise and we cannot... Um, accommodate that. Accommodate yeah. that, then it's it's doing, you know, the, the puppy a, a disservice. Mm. And that's not what, you know, I would want for my puppy at all. I'm excited because I haven't... I've never had my own dog. I When I was growing up, I um, was able to play with my cousin's dog, mm -hmm. uh, which was a German Shepherd when we were little for a little bit before they moved away. And then I got sad and then I never got a dog since. <laughs> I've had two growing up. Oh, man. Lucky you. Yeah. And I have to say, it's 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 like very... I only Stop have bragging. Like very good, fond memories of, you know, yeah. my, my puppies. And they talk about it all the time. You do. Yeah. Yeah. They bring lots of joy, lots they of good do. memories. Yeah. Absolutely. And they become part of the family, right? Absolutely. So I'm like a little kid, though. I'm like so excited because maybe it's be partly because I've and never had my own dog. And you used to make fun of me because of the way I used to spoil my dog. <laughs> but then I'm just I'm just waiting for the moment when we get a, a puppy of our own. So her friends know, remember her dog as the dog that never, her its paws never touched the floor. That's See, how it, spoiled okay, it is. Okay, it's not that bad. Okay, it's not. You, they're exaggerating, but basically, um, I had this. I well, I used to. Mm -hmm. um, um, her name is Bella, and um, Chihuahua. A, it's a yeah, a tiny Chihuahua, like big personality though. Big yeah. personality, so cute. Like its owner, but anyways, go ahead, <laughs> keep going. But she didn't like um, anything that was like dirty. 
right? So like, like puddles. <laughs> like she wouldn't walk through a puddle. How is this a so, dog? So like, I, I was, understand. Yes. So she would stop behind like a puddle, or if there's dirt, or so she would go around it. Yeah. Or I would, <laughs> or if it's it's a large patch, I would have to carry her over it. Wow. Yeah. So you were probably carrying her ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. she likes to be carried, I could, I and she asks to be too. Like she'll so she won't move unless you carry her. Yeah, and then she'll start jumping on you. That's hilarious to pick her up because she's done walking. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's also more realistic for us to get a dog now because the other big piece of news is that we're moving Ooh. to an, a house instead of um an apartment. An apartment. Yeah. So pets are allowed. Right, right. So we'll have a little <laughs> bit more space to do that. And there's a the yard. Yep, yep, exactly. Where this apartment, they don't allow pets at all. So and it's it's tough too because they don't really have like a a yard or, for them to run around or like yeah. a grass area. Exactly. So. Yeah. So we just wanted to share that piece of news with you guys, give a little update on our lives and what's going on. Um, but as far as today, um, you know, we do want to welcome everybody back as far as new, um, not new listeners, existing listeners. And then if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, we hope you guys enjoy today's episode. But our topic today is how do we change over time? How do relationships change over time? Oh, well, <laughs> oh yeah, that. <laughs> but yeah, it's sorry, like people sorry. too. I'm just, I'm slightly in a food coma because I just had dim sum. You're sipping on coffee right now. I had to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think with with all these changes happening in our lives, uh, you know, with the dog potentially, it's not there yet, right? It's not a done deal yet. No. But with the dog, with a new place that we're looking into, and just it, it, I was laughing about it with you about how, man, like the way we talk about things, certain things we talk about, the way we um, think about things is so different than it used to be when we yeah. first started dating, right? Yeah. And it kind of made us think about how we've also evolved in our relationship too, you know, compared to where we were 10 years ago, 13 years ago, um, when we first started dating, yeah. right? So just to give an example, right? Like um, when we first started dating, you know, I used to get super excited about where are we going next? Where are we eating next? Where are we, um, you know, hanging out next? But now I get excited over, oh, can you buy like a new pen? <laughs> Oh, you know, God. or a new pot. <laughs> or like the old couple now. Yeah, like, like I'm researching for a good knife set, you know, stuff like that. Okay, and and the other thing is with the move, I'm also now shopping for toilets. So I'm getting excited <laughs> about finding the right toilet, doing research on that. <laughs> Ten years ago, you told me that. I'd be like, you're crazy, yeah. right? Like, that's not the stuff I would be worrying about. It would be like, which bar are we going to? Which fun spot are we going to hang out? I mean, we still do that, but it's not like the priority anymore you yeah know? and now my youtube list is how do i renovate the cabinets <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hilarious it just comes with age too right and wisdom exactly but um i would say that our relationship our romantic relationship and our uh, relationship as partners has also changed right i mean that's kind of what today's topic is more focused on Absolutely. and we were watching a, a youtube video about the different stages i guess they broke it down to like five stages right yeah, and uh, we just thought it was interesting. It sparked um, a conversation between us 
and we'd like to you know bring it up and hopefully it'll spark um, a conversation yeah yeah well. and and we saw it on the youtube channel um called brainy dose yeah right so we want to give them credit because they kind of inspired us to talk a little bit about this episode today so do you want to share a little bit about the five stages that they kind of go through and then we'll we'll talk a little bit more about them yeah so he broke it well they broke it down to five stages um the first one is the romance stage uh the second one is the the power struggle and the third one is uh stability Fourth one is commitment, and number five is bliss. Bliss. That's the stage you want to get to. Yeah. So let's start with stage one. So Uh stage one, they said, is the romance stage, right? So let's talk a little bit more about that. So the romance stage is basically you have these um, goggles on that are filters, and this filter filters out everything that is bad about your, your partner. So you only see... Um, good things about them they're perfect yeah and vice versa they see you in the same light so during this phase everything is good right this is usually at the beginning of dating right when you meet somebody new you're just getting to know them right and it's exciting you're like the honeymoon stage the in love phase right Mm -hmm. that they talk about in the five love languages yeah which by the way we we did have a podcast episode on that as well so make sure to check that out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's basically in the beginning of a relationship, all you see is good things about your partner or yeah. the person you're dating. And after the conversation, you're just giddy. You have butterflies. Do you remember what that was like when we first started dating? Like those feelings? And did you feel, did you think we were in that phase? Because they said that in love phase or that romance phase is usually about a two-year period, the first two years. Yeah, Absolutely. The first two years were great. We were just um, traveling and just getting to know each other. Everything is new. Yeah, everything is new. I didn't know anything about you. Um, You know, we spent hours on the phone every single day, either on the phone or chatting on AOL. Yeah. And just everything is exciting. I met your friends for the first time, your family for the first time. Like, just everything was exciting. Yeah. And then I, I think we didn't, we started having, you know, some issues. It started second year. Yeah, right around the end of second year. I think that's when things started creeping up, right? Like we were starting to move into the next phase. But yeah, I mean, I do remember that first period, like you said, it's super exciting. It's all new. You're discovering a lot about that person and, and you're trying to learn everything about that person, right? And you're also kind of, just enjoying each other's company and energy, right? Mm-hmm. And everything you do is fun. It's all dates. It's all like, you know, you're going out to do activities, you're eating delicious food, all that fun stuff. So you haven't really had to deal with anything yet, right? Yeah. And that's when we got to the next stage, which was the power struggle stage. Yeah. Right? And I think it's more of an internal power struggle um, in the sense where... It's almost kind of like, for example, us. We had a um, busy schedule in the beginning, in the, 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 um, the what is it called? The, um, so this is usually when the goggles come uh, off, right? Yeah, so you know after, how you're talking about that? Yeah, yeah, so I'm talking about the romance stage. That's what I was thinking about. Uh-huh. Um, so basically in the romance stage, you know, we both had busy schedules. Right. 
Right? It wasn't like it was anything new, but at that stage, it was like, oh, so cute, so hardworking, right? <laughs> Like wait, um, that's what you thought about me? Yeah, nice. I was like, oh, what a hardworking dude! He just he has a to, job, yeah, you know. Yeah, as long as he had he had a job, <laughs> like you know, he's working so hard. But then you would bring me lunch. I like, would bring you lunch on your certain you, days off and stuff. That yeah, was cute because you're busy and yeah, and I wanted to see you. So I'm like, and yeah. you didn't even think twice about that, right? It wasn't like, oh, I gotta bring him lunch, or I, oh, I gotta go see <laughs> Will. It was more like you wanted to, right? I wanted to. But then the power struggle was, you know, when the fatigue started setting in, um, the fatigue of, um, you know, driving out to see you and you Because too, we lived far, well, we li- relatively far, right? Relatively far from each other at that time because you moved out already. We weren't living together yet. No. And well, actually there were, even though distance wise, you guys have to recognize, especially if you're not from LA, um, even if the distance isn't that far. Normally, without traffic, it would have taken you from your place to mine, uh, maybe what, like 25 minutes? Yeah, like 25 minutes. But because of traffic, you can run, it can run up to an hour and 25 minutes easily. Easily. And a lot of times, the only time I got to see you was on the weekends. So, Friday traffic, right, was the worst. So, you would be sitting in that, that traffic coming over. To see me. Yeah. And then I go to work the mm-hmm. next morning because I usually work Saturdays. Right. right so I, I, I got to see you Saturday. I mean, Friday night, um, Saturday night, and then maybe Sunday. Yeah. I, and so, so you to. were excited. Yeah. But then after, <laughs> you know, a while, you know, the f- fatigue started setting, settling in. You know, it's not so cute anymore. You know, our busy schedule is not so cute anymore. It's now it's just, okay, why don't... Why don't you come see me? Or, you right. know, I'm so tired. I'm going to just stay home now. Yeah. Or um, just planning certain things, you know. And and I think because we're both so independent and we have our own group of friends, especially when we're dating, we're spending a lot of time doing our own thing. I think we almost had, like, the opposite problem that a lot of other people, other couples might have, which is we spent, like, other couples spend so much time together. They, t- they don't really spend time with their <laughs> other groups right social groups like their friends and family we did almost the opposite we saw each other maybe once a week but then the rest of the time we would be spending hanging out with our own friends yeah we saw yeah exactly but then but then it became a almost a bad habit because um you know we started making plans plans with our with our friends into our quote-unquote date time. We time. We time, but we never really defined that we time, so it became an issue. Right. Me time versus we time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then, you know, one of us, we're getting upset that I thought we were hanging out. Uh, she know, says one of us, and she's you know looking the- at right at me. <laughs> <laughs> she knows who she's talking about. Right, one of us was getting upset. You did too. Uh-huh. It wasn't only me. Yeah. But um, because we were planning, making plans on this, this quote unquote, we time that we never really defined. Right. Right. So it wasn't even it wasn't fair. And we were just learning how to deal with conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what this quote unquote power struggle phase was for us, at least how we interpret it. Right. Is when those rosy glasses come off and when you see the other person it's no longer in that you know la 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 
phase where everything oh this person this person is perfect there's like nothing wrong with them right there's no flaws nothing and suddenly not everything and is now wrong because with them. the goggles come <laughs> everything off is it's like wrong with them. oh wait 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 a minute is this the same person that i first started <laughs> dating right you start seeing the bad habits you start seeing the flaws or things that irk you the pet peeves right all that stuff and then um it creates almost like a little bit of resentment too or anger i don't know if you felt that way but it's like how come she doesn't spend more time with me why is she always working or you know like stuff like that yeah like it, almost like that bickering right yeah and then and then it's yeah and i get it it's like i don't want to spend two hours talking to you on the phone anymore i'm busy now <laughs> right, right i'm tired I'm so tired sleep. and then or i have work to finish <laughs> <laughs> right yeah exactly and so we kind of and that's where they talk about a lot of times couples this is where because there's so much conflict and you're you're still trying to get to know each other, including the flaws, and it creates conflict. A lot of folks don't know how to deal with it or manage that conflict the right way, channel it and have a good conversation and communicate about it. And so they end up dissolving the relationship, right? The relationship doesn't work and it stops there. Yeah. But if you're able to you know, kind of work your work out a solution, find a way to communicate with each other and get through that stage, then the next stage is stability, right? Yeah. After all that chaos, now we've got some stability. So what does stability mean in that phase? Um, well, for, for us, stability was um, just having someone there you can rely on now. You know they're there for you. Um, they have your best interests at heart. Um, they help share some of the life burdens and also the the good moments that life provides you as mm -hmm. well. I feel like it's also where you start accepting the person for all the good, of course, but also all of the little quirks and the bad. What are you talking about? I'm perfect. <laughs> she always thinks that, right? <laughs> um, but I, I think with that part, that's where you start really being comfortable like you said, and you start trusting the person more and you kind of you, like, like I was saying, you accept them for who they are, everything included. Right. But the danger here, and we re-ran into a little bit of this is you get into a routine now too, right? Where things become the same every day, every week, and it can start becoming a little bland, right? On the relationship because you've lost now that excitement that you experience in the first stage which is the in love phase the romance yeah. phase right yeah and it's very similar with um, marriage i felt i feel like yeah with dating right it's almost um you know when we first got married it felt like it was like the romance stage it, everything was exciting but after that period went away and i guess like with marriage um we didn't have the, well, there was some power struggles too. I guess we, we, we kind of went through all these stages again. In dating and then after you get married Yeah, too. but like it, it's a little different, right. but it felt, but it's just variations right. of the same things that yeah. repeats itself. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, we, we hit a, a moment in the commitment phase after marriage where, you know, things were becoming just a routine and... It was almost mindless. It, nothing was, nothing felt intentional anymore because we kept going 
at the same routine until you know one of us well until we talked about it yeah it's it's kind of like imagine like that that um spark that you guys have in a relationship that keeps things exciting and passion right as over time it starts to dwindle right and it's nobody's fault necessarily it's just that um if you allow it to things can fade like any relationship if you stop putting in as much effort or if you stop trying folk like you stop putting effort to make things interesting to to um grow the relationship then it will naturally just kind of fade out right mm -hmm. and that's kind of what we we experienced a little bit in that commitment phase so we recognized it and um addressed it you know yeah um what do you say to the the audience what helped us get out of that that funk yeah that funk i think most importantly first of all was that we both recognized something was off right because we could have easily just ignored it even though we may have felt like hmm, something doesn't feel the same right or something doesn't feel right in the relationship right now you know you kind of have to have a pulse on on the the state of the relationship and i felt it i think you felt it too and so acknowledging that something's off is number one and then number two was to have the guts to talk to each other and be honest with each other put it out on the table and just really tackle it together right come up with a solution together here's how i feel here's how you feel what do you think about this and what can we do to try to improve this situation yeah and i think that what was helpful too um to help us get out of that funk was um that we spent the time to to get to know each other even better. Yes. Um, have deeper conversations. And the, the one thing that I found really helpful is to learn what are your interests now? Because, you know, the, you change over time. And, you know, sometimes you get busy and, and it's just like that part of your life goes by so fast that you don't even ask your partner, what are your interests right now? Right. right? I didn't even know that you were interested in some of the stuff you told me you were or like wanted podcasting. to do. <laughs> exactly, like podcasting. Right. That, that was a surprise to me. But, yeah. you know, amongst other stuff, right? And I wanted to support you in your, your interests. So, you know, I um, agreed to join you know, yeah. certain organizations that you, you wanted to, to join right. and go to these meetings together um, to help strengthen and also encourage you on your, your journey. Yeah, I think that goes into that next stage. These two kind of like, I would say the stability and commitment, which is the next stage, it kind of goes hand in hand almost, right? Yeah. Commitment is when you kind of know that you don't need to you don't need each other necessarily i know it sounds weird but you enjoy you want to be with each other right yeah and with what you were saying earlier it's like taking an interest in your partner because even at at some stages like for us having no dated and known each other for over a decade it's like i still don't know everything about you you know it's so funny i've talked to people who's been married for like 20 30 years and they tell me the same thing. I still discover things about my uh, spouse that I don't know. 
Right. And I think that's what makes it so interesting is that yeah. the human is so complex. As right. human beings, we're so complex that even after, you know, large amount of time together you still don't know the person completely yeah absolutely and you know what? it's interesting too because people change over time and right. you and these changes can be so um little that you don't see it until it grows into something else and sometimes they don't your partner might not bring something up it wasn't because they were trying to hide it from you it was it didn't even cross their mind yeah absolutely. But until you asked about it it's like oh i didn't even remember that and here's what happened or this or that right yeah yeah it's so interesting because um i can see how like you know you can fall into a trap where it's like well I've, we've already dated for this long i pretty much know this person you know like the back of my hand right but it's like when you think about it each human being you've got like for example us we've got 30 plus years on this earth there's no way i could know every little thing about you from you know that period of time you know what i mean yeah it's just a lot and like you said people change so those experiences change as well um but i think with the commitment side it's also like just knowing i think not just only accepting all the the flaws and all that stuff but it's also making that effort to continue like we were saying nurturing the relationship and not letting it just fade out yeah. on its own yeah and you know that commitment phase it's very um i feel like it provides a lot of um comfort in when times are, are bad for example um a couple years ago my dad had a, a mini stroke right and and you that know was scary that was very scary that was the first time i've ever experienced any of that the first time I've experienced any of my parents going to the hospital yeah. and, and let alone multiple days, right? To me, I was scared. But to know that there's someone there by my side sharing the same fears and to comfort me and regardless of the, the outcome, to always, you know, to have somebody, it was very comforting. And it, it took away a lot of the, like the, the pain, mm -hmm. right? And... And the good thing is that, you know, he fully recovered. And yep. when he, we, when the, as soon as the doctor gave us a, a check mark to it's okay to travel, we celebrated huge. We went to Europe together. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. you know, and it reminds you that um, the person's there to celebrate the good times with you and also to be there um, through the, the bad times. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, that's, that's what a, mature more mature yeah. <laughs> i like to think we're in a little bit more mature relationship now right yeah. when you go through real life together and um you know when you look at the last stage of this which is bliss right i like that um that's when you've reached a point in your your relationship with someone where you guys are doing pretty well but it doesn't mean you stop right it doesn't mean that hey i've gotten to stage five kick back relax and you know put it on autopilot because for the example between the marriage and the dating you can go back into the stages yeah absolutely. so it's just because you, you got to a certain stage you in can't the relationship. rest on your laurels <laughs> once you rest you're gonna go back 
yeah, it's constant effort and it's constant. But I don't think you'll ever go back to that entire romance stage because I think that <laughs> only happens. No, maybe, no, that's not true. No, you're right. Yeah, people you're have right. a spark in again. That's true. And, you're, you're right. Yeah. They can. No, they definitely can. And so at this stage, it's kind of like where if you're, your relationship, you're in a good place, you communicate well, you, you deal with conflict well, right? Now it's you guys working together as partners to give back to the universe, to um, give back, right, in the form of volunteering or charities or um, having kids and passing on to knowledge and wisdom to the next generation, you know, things like that. I think that's that's what stage five is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think those that's just a quick kind of like summary of those five stages of a relationship. Um, and I think they're important to kind of know to see kind of where you're at, right, just to kind of gauge between that. So you can kind of see maybe what are things we need to work on or what are the challenges we're currently facing, mm -hmm. you know? To move yourself um, to the next stage. <laughs> right. But, you know, some some of these stages, I it's feel like they... It's not linear. No, yeah, it's either. not linear. Linear. They intermix. Right. Um, you know, you have some sparks of romance and then you'll have some sparks of power conflict still. Right. I mean, we do, for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, nothing is that black and white so no but why we talk about that is because also um you know if we know those are the five stages and we know that relationships do change over time um how how do we how do people stay happy in relationships then if we know those things change over time if relationships evolve hmm. and people evolve yeah i think it's always important to um encourage the other person to live their own life we're really good at that yeah sometimes a little too good yeah, yeah sometimes a little too good which was the same problem we had in the beginning right like it's, we talked about yeah sometimes you and i we, <laughs> too independent we're too independent i think that's that's our our problem so we have to work on constantly work on creating us time yeah we time or we time yeah <laughs> yeah and um what else do you think? I mean, I feel like for us in our relationship, I can confidently say that we have much, much better communication now than we did at the beginning of the relationship, mm -hmm. right? Because in the beginning of the relationship or the early stages, you know, we couldn't talk like this where we could articulate how we feel and issues being brought to light and then how do we address them right i feel like i'm gonna i'm gonna put you on blast a little bit okay don't get mad at me but i think people that have listened probably know this already so when in the beginning of the relationship um with us you had a hard time bringing things up that were bothering you whether that's something i did or something in the relationship that you weren't exactly happy with you kind of bottled it up right? Until the bottle got way too full and the bottle broke, right? It exploded <laughs> in a, in, in, in a, in a, you know, in a, a, a rain of like fury and fireballs and everything, right? And I'm the victim. I'm the one that, that's on the receiving end of that. Wouldn't you agree? Like, can you admit to that? Or yeah, no? I can admit to that. But part of it was because you, you deserved it too. <laughs> I think so. I almost spit out my water. <laughs> so like you know you would get mad at stuff and you would be building this resentment would be building and building 
and you would be getting angrier and angrier but you would never put the release valve until one day randomly it would just explode right so what do you think for me then i mean you're putting me on blast now what was my issue with communication um i think your problem was that you talked too much (laughs) wow wow you didn't listen really well um I think your problem was that you just kept talking just to try to figure out the the problem, but you didn't really listen or give the you know me an opportunity to really express myself. And if I did, you didn't really listen to it. I was trying to solve the problem. Exactly. Instead of sometimes you don't want the problem solved. You yeah. just want that person to listen and hear you, empathize with you. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like working on that for throughout our relationship has gotten us to the point at where we're at now doesn't mean it stops but i feel like we've made drastic improvements right for sure and now when we do have conflicts or things i definitely hear that about them from you immediately yeah you have no problem you're not shy anymore about bringing up anything that you're not happy with (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I get immediate feedback now, guys. Like immediate feedback. That's good. Yeah. That's why. Uh-huh. That, um, I don't know. I was listening to a podcast today, and they're like, "That's why kids like um, video, video games, games yeah. because you get immediate feedback." Right. So that's feedback good. Loop, yeah. Feedback loop. Do you feel like I've made improvements in terms of being a better listener? Yeah, and I, I feel like. Um, you're better at recognizing when I just need some space versus just yapping away to try to figure out this <laughs> this issue. I'm trying to talk my way around, exactly. like out of it. Yeah. So I think that's good. And then I think another thing would be like just um, working together as a couple to find ways to keep growing and to keep um, feeding that 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 spark, right? Keep that spark going in the relationship to make sure it doesn't go bland or um, make sure that spark doesn't get extinguished. Yeah. You know, by making things exciting again. Right? Yeah. Or, you know, understanding your your significant other's um, love language, right? I know yours is quality time. Yeah. So I make a, a huge effort uh, to have these deep conversations with you a couple of days a week. A week. We do mm-hmm. like one or two days a week. We usually do it at nighttime yeah, too. Right like, before bedtime. Yeah, it's yeah. always really nice. I, I really appreciate it. You know, we have great conversations on these podcasts, but it's it's not the same as when it's just you and me, mm-hmm. right? Like that's where we can really, really kind of let our hair down and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? And talk about just anything. Anything and anything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Even our wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really fun and therapeutic for me Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to do that. And for you, your love language is more on acts of service. So, um, you know, making more effort, right, to do things and to show you, right, through things I do that I I care about you. You've been mopping the floors (laughs) a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. I do work around the house, too. And I notice it when I get home immediately. You know, it's so funny now, like when I do (laughs) clean up the house, I'm like eager for her to get home and I'm just waiting. I'm like, 
she'd better she had better make a comment about how clean the floors are or how clean the kitchen counters are or something she better acknowledge it i understand now why when people do stuff and then <laughs> like they work their butts off to do something and then like nobody notices then it's like dude that's a slap to the face you feel so offended <laughs> <laughs> but i do notice and i do compliment okay. you so good. that's good right Good, good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the other thing too with relationships that we've, I feel like I've learned too, is that um, because we're continually changing and evolving, right? Uh, you have to let your partner go through that process too. You know, when like, you joke about it with me all the time about how like, thanks for like supporting me when I have these crazy ideas or want to do on these, you know, go to these crazy adventures and jump from this project to that project to, you know, changing my life path or career path or this or that. And it's like, yeah, you yeah. gotta, you gotta be there <laughs> to support them. But you know what? It's nice because sometimes, um, I feel like you are my biggest cheerleader, but it's nice to have honest feedback too. When it's like too crazy, maybe sometimes you give me a little bit of perspective. You never, um, stop me from go moving forward, but Sometimes an honest um, perspective from someone else other than myself in my head, it's always very helpful. And I know the fact that, um, you know, you, you say things and I, I know that it comes from um, good. It's never because you're, uh, you know, you just want the best for me, right? Mm -hmm. These are, so it's, it's, it's just comforting to have that too. Yeah. What do you think about like, if somebody's in a relationship right now and um, let's say that, you know, when you guys first started dating, you're you have so much in common, right? Let's say you guys both enjoy the outdoors. You guys met through a camping trip, for example, right? Mm -hmm. You guys share a lot of interests and, you know, those are things that you guys built a bond around. You built camaraderie, built a lot of shared experiences, but then five years into the relationship, one of the partners is maybe now not as interested in going, doing those activities. And they're more, you know, I want to be more of a homebody. I want to do more stuff at home, like reading. And, you know, they they've taken a different interest and that person's kind of evolved or changed and kind of gone a little bit different. But the other partner is still kind of like, the same as they were five years ago, or at least their interests are still the same. How, like, do you think that would cause a rift in the relationship? Or how would that impact things? I mean, how do you it, handle that? I mean, it can, because um, change is scary for anyone, right? Because the, the partner who enjoys, um, you know, outdoorsy stuff, to see his partner not enjoy that anymore, it's kind of like you're, you're almost... Um, you know, losing your your buddy who, um, who does the, the all the camping and stuff with you. So that's that's scary. Change is scary. Mm -hmm. Or you know, in your head, it's like, and I feel like something else goes off. Like, is this person changing so much that we won't get along anymore? But I think um, if the commitment is there and you know the relationship is good, you guys are communicating well. You know, sometimes you just need to embrace these changes, mm. right? I think um, 
I mean, if foundationally if, you're still the same. Right? Yeah, I mean, if your your partner doesn't enjoy doing the same things, maybe you can now, it you know, evolve that activity instead. Let's just say the guy still in, um, enjoys the the outdoors. He can grab a buddy and they can build, you know, a different foundation. And maybe you know the wife or the the partner um, can introduce her her favorite books to to right. him, right? And get him involved in her new right. hobby. Yeah. So and then you know you don't know maybe he might really enjoy what she's reading and learn something else. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Or, or like, kind of like what we did, where we found shared projects. Exactly what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Shared interests. Um, and like movies too. Mm-hmm. Before I never watched movies, but Will loves movies and, and TV, TV shows. shows. Yeah. And I started watching them, and you know, I enjoyed some of them, and yeah. I even introduced you to some. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So good. So scary. <laughs> I have to take breaks. Yeah. But no, that's that's solid advice, I, I think, or, you know, it's just something you got to pay attention to, right? And acknowledge and, and like you said, embrace the, that people will change and um, relationship, the nature of your relationship will change over time as well. Uh, but that, that's okay, right? It's I just think that's part what of makes it. it exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um, any takeaways for you on this uh, episode? Um, I think just to embrace change mm-hmm. and to always work on your relationship because if you don't work on the relationship, you can always take step backwards. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Um, I think that's kind of the end of this episode. So make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Magnetic Mismatch, which is also the handle for our Instagram page. So make sure to follow us there as well. And also to give us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. And we're available on all audio platforms. Yep. And tune in every Thursday because that's when we release um, a new episode. And also, please uh, share our content with your family and friends. Uh, that'll help us out a lot. And until next time, bye. bye. Guys. bye.